Before we get into today's episode, I want to make sure you heard about our Organized Chaos end of the year giveaway. One lucky winner is going to get a $100 gift card to the Trainual Swag Shop. All you've got to do is go to trainual.com backslash OC survey and enter your email. That's how we'll notify you if you've won. And then just answer a few questions about the show. All of the questions are centered around you, your listening experience. It's the perfect opportunity to provide feedback on what you want more of in the show, and I'll be reading every response. Again, go to trainual.com backslash OC survey, or click on the link in the episode description. We'll announce the winner on December 23rd, 2022. Thanks for participating, and I look forward to building the best possible show for you all as we head into 2023. Now, back to today's episode. I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. It's a tough area of a business to wrap your arms around. I think it used to be easier in the past where, you know, it was kind of like a, a direct response. You write a sales letter or something. There's call to action immediately. You've got sales reps. You close the deal. And what happened with inbound is it started to be a lot more nurturing, right? Like a lot longer cycle where we wanted to get people to know us over a long period of time before they're ready to convert, right? And so that was the the transition I think a lot of businesses went through and starting to invest in inbound. So how has that changed today? Is there too much content? Is there less closing? Is there like, what has that done a decade or two later, 14 years later since you first kind of cracked this code? Uh, So great question. And number one, it is harder, right? Uh, For a couple of reasons. Uh, Number one, uh, it's buyer centric, right? You have to cater to uh, multiple buyers. You have to uh, cater to where they are in the sales process. It used to be exactly right. It was one thing. You sent an email or you called somebody and it was one to one. Now it's multi-touch attribution. Hmm. And over the last five years, everybody caught up, right? HubSpot has 150,000 paying customers, right? And like lots of people are practicing inbound marketing. It used to be a competitive advantage in the early days. Now it's table stakes, right? If you, I, I never met an owner who didn't want to get found by somebody looking for their stuff. I'm like, do you want to get found when somebody puts like uh, training manuals in the in a Google search? And they're like, yeah, how do I do that? I'm like, you can either pay Google or you can leverage the technology. But it is harder in a couple of reasons. Number one, it's more expensive to attract, right? HubSpot has this thing called the HubSpot flywheel. And uh, it's uh, attract, engage, and delight. And to attract people, it used to be you put stuff on your um, uh, website, you have a blog, right? You give away all the free stuff that Trainial gives away, which is amazing, by the way. Thank you on behalf of entrepreneurs globally. I'm featuring uh, Trainial in a, a presentation that I'm doing in uh, India in two weeks, right? And uh, that's how I uh, connected with Chris. I've always been a Chris fan. Can I do a Chris Radio <laughs> plug here? If you must. Okay. Uh, I met Chris uh, like five years ago at a presentation that I did. And he was sitting right up front. He laughed at all my jokes. So I immediately liked him. And he started a great company. And the idea was very, very important, right? Documentation is critical. And what I teach all of my um, portfolio companies and entrepreneurs is you define process. And Chris created software that makes it easy to define that process. And I'm like, okay, I like this company. I like this idea. I like Chris. He's a good man. He's a good person. He's very uh, visible in the Arizona uh, entrepreneur ecosystem. And I'm like, I'm all in. 
I am all in. And I've been a fan ever since. Anyway, uh, I was doing a program in India and I didn't know if he sold in India. He's like, yeah, we do a little business in India. And I wanted his uh, thoughts and ideas of scaling for a global audience. So we connected and I'm like, okay, I'm going to feature you, feature you in a presentation that I'm doing to 300 folks in India. And he's like, okay, by the way, you want to come out on my podcast? And I'm like, yeah, that'd be fun. So here I am. Um, that's my little Chris Rongio plug. You can replay that if this is being recorded whenever you're feeling like a slug. So perfect. Um, perfect. My face hurts after I talk to you. Cause I feel like I just smile for a half hour. <laughs> uh, you deserve it, right? You are growing one of the fastest growing companies, not even in Arizona and the Southwest, but in the, uh, in the country, right? You start with helping people. You live the inbound philosophy, right? And you always have, even before I met you, right? Forget about the HubSpot stuff, right? Inbound means a couple of things. Number one, it means helping before you sell, right? And put in the uh, the comments if you like to help before you sell, right? And most people go, yeah. And that is the right way to do it, right? You don't want a swarmy salesperson calling you up and say, I want to sell you something. They want You want to like uh, have somebody call you up and say, Chris, I did my research. I understand you're uh, a CEO of a scaling company, pu publishing a book. You have a podcast. And I was wondering if um, you might need a little help to do this. And you're like, oh my goodness. How do I get like a hundred people on my podcast or a thousand people on my cop? This is the way So the inbound process is first help, not sell, right? The second thing is uh, you uh, uh, define your ideal customer profile, right? You want to make sure that you know exactly uh, who you're selling, to, right? And uh, that is uh, critically important. Uh, number three, you want to uh, deliver the information where people are. Right. So if they're brand new and in the educational stuff, there's tons of things on your website. Just how to start, how to go. Right. You publish that stuff all the time. You're uh, the, the way in which you provide that value to the community is amazing. Right. Then you want to study everything so that you are assured that uh, you understand what works and what doesn't. Right. And that at the appropriate time. Right. People will cycle in. They will drop their contact information. You want to get to them pretty quickly. Right. You pick up the phone and call. Anybody's listened to this uh, live stream. All right. Don't expect it all to be done on the website. Right. I make my wife, my beautiful wife, Amy, she has to call her prospects. She's like, really? I got to call them. I'm like, yes, you do. She's like, why? I'm like, you want the business? She's like, yeah, I'm like, you got to call. Them. And lots of people say people don't pick up their phone. Have you ever heard that, Chris? Mm -hmm. But it's not true. Right. Between four and 14 people pick up their phone. 14 uh, percent of people pick up their phone. Right. And if you call somebody professionally, you engage over four times over 12 days. If I want to track you down like a pig to a truffle, I will get to you. Right. And everybody says that's because you're Dan Tyre. Who's not going to take a call from Dan Tyre? I'm like lots of people who don't know who Dan Tyre is. Right. But I'm going to call you four times. I'm going to send you four emails. They're going to be customizable. They're going to be personalized. They're going to be video. Right. I do a lot of video prospecting. Right. Which they see the gray hair. They see the orange background. They go, OK, that guy's weird. They see the black uh, eyeglasses. They don't forget it. And he's, they're like, yeah, he's the guy who's screaming at me in that video. I put their website on the screen. So they're why is that like, guy with the gray hair got my website up? They watch the 30 second to 60 second video and then they can respond after I leave a voicemail in the United States four times. Uh, people don't check their voicemail the way they used to, but you'll see four voicemails from 602-432-7451. And you'll be like, like, is this the dentist trying to confirm something? <laughs> then they'll play all four on a Saturday morning, right? When they're at the kids' soccer game or something. And they're like, who's this guy, Dan Tyre? And then they'll go, oh, that guy is emailing me. That's the guy in the little movie. And then about 
for my personal statistics, about 87% of people will respond, right? Mm. Which is amazing. And it's what we teach people all the time. That helps organize the chaos. That's what we call client acquisition. Lead generation is the original inbound. And then client acquisition is how sales and marketing works together. And to cycle back to your point from 12 minutes ago, uh, it is more complex. You have to have technology to help you control that, right? It is, even as a solo entrepreneur, you have to have technology. Good news is all you entrepreneurs out there, you were born in the right generation. Right. Because in the old days, it was on premise software. We actually had to buy servers. I tell the story sometimes. My first startup, my second startup, I was CEO and founder. Um, I raised $400,000. I spent $200,000 to buy servers so I could provide email to my employees. Right. And everybody's like, oh, what, what are you, my grandfather? Yeah. Oh, I know. Now uh, I was just working with Matt Sherman. You know, Matt, he's an entrepreneur yeah. here in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Matt with one T, right? I knew him in yeah. preschool, which always makes me feel old when he was in preschool. <laughs> and I'm like, Matt, how much does it cost to start a company in Arizona? He's like 50 bucks. The state of Arizona rips you off. I'm like, okay. And, and you get free email from Google and all that kind of stuff. And it's so different, right? That's actually why it's harder. Today, we're Startup Nation. The whole reason people listen to this live stream is because it's so easy to start a company. The, the hard part is you got to differentiate, right? And the way Trainial differentiates is your product and your service and your way you like figure it all uh, together, right? But you have to define that niche. You have to coordinate that chaos. And then you have to make sure that you're delivering a extraordinary customer experience. So right? Do I have differentiation, to, I differentiation and standing out, I think is harder now than ever. And so I'll use an example like, um, you know, early, early on in Instagram or in Facebook or any social media, the people that were creating content were sparse. There weren't a lot of content creators. And so it was easy organically to pick up a lot of views and you would get followers and you would grow that. But then when everyone starts producing content, there's like this saturation. And I think the same thing happened when, you know, there were only a few people posting regular blogs or only a few people sending newsletters or putting out great content. So now as that's super saturated today, there's so much information. How do you stand out? How do you be the thing that somebody wants to read and the brand that catches someone's attention? Okay, super smart. And uh, it's right. That's what, one of the things that makes it harder. And everybody's jumped on the train and everybody's working the same kind of thing. Uh, first of all, if you are early adopter, right, you get the other early adopters to follow you. But we're beyond that, right? Even TikTok with billions of uh, folks, right? There, there are new technologies that pop up all the time, right? But the second way to do it is make it easier on yourself. You um, find the appropriate niche. Right. And uh, the riches are in the niches. Hmm. Have you ever heard me say that? I have. Okay. Or if you're in uh, the UK, listen to this broadcast. If you want to go to the beaches, you've got to work the niches. Right. Because that's how they <laughs> pronounce it in the UK. And uh, so if you focus on a specific, you're like, no, no, no. We work with software companies that are a million to $3 million that are based in um, Canada and the United States who want to scale 25% in the next three years. Does that sound like you? And uh, you can do the, all the research and your outreach or your inreach, right? It doesn't have to be exact and you can always be opportunistic, but the more that you niche, right? I have a, um, a HubSpot customer. Their focus is, um, it is uh, law firms in the United States and the UK that have at least a hundred uh, billable law lawyers. And how hmm. many people do you think are, is in that niche? 
3,000. Uh, 200. What? A hundred billable, a hundred billable lawyers is a lot. It's only a handful. Wow. Right. And it's only two countries. Right. I thought it was going to be more. And I'm like, isn't that a little bit of, he's like, Dan, all we need is six customers like that. And we have more business. The, this is hard. This is perfect for organized chaos. Right. Because I'm asking you to do the hardest thing. Right. I'm asking you to be focused, not in all. You can still be opportunistic, but you want to own a niche. The way to own a category is you own a specific niche. Right. You are the specific solution for software companies, professional services companies, manufacturing companies in Arizona that are at this level. And if you do that, it's actually easier and quicker to grow because of this, what we call the HubSpot flywheel. And the flywheel is putting your customers at the center. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a review and share it with anyone in your network that you think could use the information. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on social at Chris Ronzio on all platforms, and you can find Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. We'll see you next time.